Hi, everyone, and welcome to Gay A, a podcast about sobriety for the LGBT plus community and our allies. I'm your host, Steve Bennett Martin. I am an alcoholic, and I'm grateful for my sober community of support. As of this recording, I am 252 days sober, and today I'm going to share a couple of the big changes that have been going on in my life related to sobriety with all of you. There's been even more changes since the last audio diary episode, the first of which is the sad news that my dear friend from the rooms, Scott, passed away. He was on a previous episode, actually, Don't Be Afraid, and it's the reason why last Monday I moved up one of my interview episodes in the schedule for those, because I just wasn't up for doing an audio diary as I was still grieving. Did pass away unexpectedly, but sober, but being my first death in sobriety, had a real impact on me just realizing that we're not invincible just because we conquered the drink. Uh, part of me was like, all my problems had to do with alcohol. So, you know, I'll never have problems again and everyone will be fine and nothing will happen as long as we all stay sober together. So it was just a shock that anything could happen to any one of us at any point in time. And with that being said, it just as a reminder that when I'm taking it one day at a time to make sure that each of those days I am living life to its fullest. Over the last week or two, both of his main home groups have held memorials, and it just has to show how stronger we are together than we are apart. And speaking of being together, I also this past weekend had my second Sarasota Sober Social, and it was a resounding success. After our first one got rained out, we were somewhat hesitant to hope for great turnout, but we did it at a local tea house in Sarasota, Elixir, and over 25 people showed, and we had a great time. People were able to make connections with one another in the LGBT community that are all sober and have a great time just having tea while dishing tea and talking about meetings and resources and upcoming pride activities in the area that you can enjoy while still remaining sober. And just goes to show that we are not a glum lot. We had an amazing time, and I look forward to planning more with Project Pride Sarasota and the Logan Light Center. I also recently guested on the Surviving Abuse podcast with David Keck, and it was an amazing opportunity uh, to talk about that side of my story, which I've shared more with him about my sexual abuse growing up than I ever have probably with anyone before. Really dug deep with a lot of deep and personal questions, and he did a great job with the interview where he also made me feel comfortable sharing those answers, and so I look forward to that episode coming out. But definitely check out his podcast if you're interested in hearing more of me, a topic I normally don't spend a lot of time diving deep into here. And also with connection, I am getting ready as we speak and packing up after this to go up to New York City for the week, having a long vacation. It's my first sober-centered vacation after I first got sober and had a friend's wedding, which was (laughs) quite the thing to do when you were not even five days sober. But this is a sober-centered vacation where most of my activities will be to be centered around meeting up with my fellows from the program. I get to finally meet my sponsor in person, which I'm very excited for, and attend in-person meetings and coffee and fun with the fellows I've met online, especially after Scott's passing. It's just hard that to imagine that I've made all these amazing friendships strictly through Zoom, and I'm really excited to meet them in person and you know have them become 
in-person friends or in real life friends, not like they're not already friends, but you know what I mean? There's certainly something different between meeting someone in person and meeting someone in those zoom rooms. So I'm very excited to see Kristen and Allie and all the people that, you know, I've mentioned in previous episodes or in my home group that we get to meet up in the city. I also, of course, bring my husband up with me and we're going to see some Broadway shows, Moulin Rouge and six. So we're very much looking forward to that. And I am also almost done with my step five. I've been working on that with my sponsor, sharing my resentments and fear inventory. And we're halfway through the sex inventory. Out of all of those, I thought that the sex inventory was going to be the hardest, as I previously shared. But so far, the fears was surprisingly the hardest part to vocalize, sharing you know the deepest, darkest parts of myself that I'm afraid of. You know, it's one thing to be like, I'm afraid of spiders and scaly things and slimy things. But when you get right into the meat of it, you know, with things like I'm scared of how selfish I am, or I'm scared my interest in this, that, or the other thing, uh, I'm scared of what I'm capable of. That was a little bit harder to vocalize than I had previously anticipated, but it was very cathartic in getting it out. And last week's big book reflection for the meeting that I chose was from page XXX, ironically, from the doctor's opinion, the 30th page in the prelude to the main chapters. And it states, all these types of people have one symptom in common. They cannot start drinking without developing the phenomenon of craving. This phenomenon, as we have suggested, may be the manifestation of an allergy, which differentiates these people and sets them apart as a distinct entity. It has never been by any treatment with which we are familiar permanently eradicated. The only relief we have to suggest is entire abstinence. And so when I shared that in my meeting, many of the fellows talked about the whole idea of abstinence because that is really the only way that we can stay sober and succeed is by not drinking. But I also love the comparison of it being an allergy. You know, it's similar like other allergies. Once I ingest it, I can't control what happens next. And it kind of made me realize, you know, so many times while I was still in my active addiction, I just was trying to drink like a normal person. I couldn't understand why my husband could have just one drink while to me that sounded like blasphemy, you know, what was so different. And the idea that there is just a distinct differentiation, you know, that I have an allergy that he doesn't have that other people don't have uh, really kind of made me feel you know, better because it wasn't something that I could control. It's something that I was, you know, reached and passed the threshold a long time ago and there's no looking back. Uh, I definitely am an alcoholic and the abstinence is the only way to go for me. So we had fun reflecting on that. I hope you enjoyed the quote as well. I'd love to thank you for listening. Please rate and review if you've found any of this information helpful. If you're interested in sharing your story on our Thursday episodes, getting involved with the show, or just saying hi, please email me at gayapodcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at gayapodcast. And be sure to follow us wherever you're listening as well so you can get new episodes when they come out every Monday and Thursday. And until next time, stay sober, friends.